0: How we doing not bad,
1: not too bad. But, as
0: you toast, to Daryl. As you toast, my toast is beautiful actually. But I thought <laughs> i uh, while I do the uh intro, I thought I'll just leave it on the side. Um, <laughs> welcome back <laughs> to nice the Pretty podcast. Uh, with myself, Daryl, Matt, and James. No Jamie today, he's currently got his head in the toilet bowl. Um, rough, very rough, apparently. But hopefully, he's better for Thursday. Um Before we get started, Matt, I'm going to pass you to do the handles so we don't forget. Is that really so
2: you can actually just stuff your face with toast while I'm doing it? (laughs) Pretty much. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you can obviously find us on all the social media, uh, Facebook, Pretty Bubbles Podcast, um, Twitter, at Bubbles underscore podcast, Instagram, Pretty underscore Bubbles underscore podcast. And also you can follow us all individually. Don't forget to like and subscribe on YouTube. And hit that notification bell so you get notifications whenever we post a new video. And yeah, also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and all your regular podcast platforms.
1: And breathe.
0: Excellent. Um, just, just so while we're here, James, you've got a, a lot better signal today, so you shouldn't be in and out.
1: Yeah, um, I'll be, I'm, I'm, I'm at home today, so that's fine. <laughs> I will be
0: popping on and off the podcast um, as people come through the door. So um, if I'm gone, I'll be back. Um, right. Now, we, we know we all want to talk about what's coming up Thursday, but let's talk about Sunday to begin with. Um, obviously, back to the league programme after the international break. Um, what a cracking result. Um, probably not the best performance I've seen all season, but to come away with a 2-1 victory at home. First time we've done a double over Everton as well since, I believe, 1973. Yeah. Um, good very good, very good at uh, a result. Um, who wants to talk me through it? Who wants to give me their opinions on it first of all. Go on, I'll
1: go. go oh, on, James. Go on, James. Okay. You lead the way. Um there was yeah, there was some like like you said, it wasn't it wasn't exactly the most graceful performance we've ever had. And the, the atmosphere seemed really dead, didn't it? From the TV. It seemed like there was like not not much going on at all. Um, But there was a couple of good individual performances. I feel like we missed Lanzini. Um, I thought Antonio worked really hard on, on the weekend. Like He did a lot of chasing it. One thing that frustrates me with him, though, is the ball don't stick enough with him. It just almost bounces off of him. And and I feel like if if he had a better control, then he'd literally, like, his value as a player would just go up astronomically. He's like Darrell's wall like background. Sorry, he's like Daryl's brick wall background. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, but you know, yesterday he had a good game. Uh, he he always gives us any centre halves a, a, a horrid time. Um, even Graham Sooners give him a compliment, which is which is very very rare for him to give any West Ham anything remotely West Ham a compliment. Just, just in anyone in general, he's a miserable yeah, bastard. He never compliments Even anyone. I wouldn't want to play against him, which is, uh, I guess, is as a compliment to Antonio. Um, and you know, good to see Jared Bone back. He looked didn't quite look as sharp as he normally as he normally would, but you know, what a way to come back and get a cheeky little goal at the end there. Um, you know, it was. It, you could tell. I think if Evan Everton wasn't so poor then I think that it could have been a different game based on our performance. But at the end of the day, that that's why I think we are where we are at the moment, because we're still scraping wins with, you know, three, four gear, three, uh, third or fourth gear performances. And um, yeah, at the end of the day, proud, really, really happy going into Thursday.
2: Yeah, I think I oh, pretty much echo everything you've said there. It was... It was much more open than I expected it to be. Um, I think I expected us to keep a bit of a tighter ship, especially the way they've been playing lately, especially away from home. Um, So that, that goal was their first away goal under Frank Lampard that was scored by one of their players. The only other goal they've scored away since he was appointed was an own goal. So it obviously shows they've been struggling to create things going forward. But we were a little bit sloppy at the back at times. Um, we gave them too much and it could have come back to haunt us. Obviously they got a bit lucky with the goal, but it was a massive deflection. But the most important thing was how we bounced back from that. And we did bounce back quickly. We bounced back well. I mean, Cresswell's free kick was just an absolute oh. peach. Like he's, he's had a couple of them in his time. I think back to a couple of years ago, the one against Man United at home um, was a very good one, but, that's the best he's delivered in a while. But just wait
0: on that. Go on. Just wait on that. How many free kicks do you think he scored for us in all of yeah. his appearances? Not that four. many. I'd say maybe four. Hang on. Yeah. Someone was, someone was saying something yesterday how good he is at free kicks. And I I, I just see the stat. And he's, he's very good at free kicks. But to, to only score four, I know in his time he's had Payette, he's had Lanzini, Noble, Tatna, a few. But that free kick at the weekend was fantastic. Oh.
2: It was in the perfect position as well, wasn't it was not it? Almost... Just just to the right of centre for a left footer. Yeah, it was yeah. it was beautiful. Um and then yeah, so I mean Everton are a poor side and Lampard's getting a lot of stick, but at times, like that's the third game in a row they've gone down to ten men. And Keane has had an absolute shocker there diving in when he's on a yellow, and that's basically killed the game. Um but I think Alex Awoyi, I think, was terrible. Gave the ball away for our second goal, and he gave the ball away quite a bit. I think if they, if if we weren't, we like James said, we're probably third or fourth gear performance from us. But it's enough to get the win. Carries the momentum into into Thursday. Good to see Bowen back. Yeah, he wasn't at his absolute peak, but it's his first game back, so he's he's going to take a, a little while to get into things. I think he came off at about sixty five minutes, so it's good to get those minutes in his legs. And I think it's. We've said this a lot this season and last season as well. Actually, we've been getting results when we haven't been playing at our best, and that's the most important thing. Um, our, our home form has been very good. We haven't lost a home game since the Leeds game in like the middle of January. So that hopefully bodes well for Thursday as well.
0: Yeah. We also the only team apart from Liverpool to scoring every home game this season. Yeah, that's yeah, all that, that is. That that's, a good career, actually. that's a good one, which, which is fantastic C- considering where we've come from in this stadium just, what, four or five years ago, where we really struggled at home, Um, especially the early cut of the seasons, we really did struggle at home. To make it sort of like, it is becoming a bit of a fortress at home um, at the moment. um and, and we've the got boys the fifth really best home record. record.
2: Mm. So we've played 16, won nine, drawn three, lost four. Which it's still quite a good loss.
1: Record. It's a good loss record though, isn't it? Like, you know, um, and up ironically like i think who did we lose to um brentford didn't we lose at brentford at home this year uh yeah we did didn't we um it's the, Leeds. The it's when it leaves at home all the bloody uh, teams to lose to and all did we lose to southampton as well yeah we did yeah mm. southampton like day, just... weren't it? yeah 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 uh, my friends are uh, one of my one of my close friends at work he's a everton fan and he said, honestly, mate, 40 years of an Everton fan, and he's the worst. Uh, Michael, uh, Is it Michael Keane?
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, he's the worst defender I've ever seen play for Everton. I don't care about us losing it. It's just the players we have. Keane, Iwobi, Holgate, Kenny, Rondon, Toussaint, Mina, Ali. These are championship players at best. would be relegated if it weren't for Pickford. Oh, some I of them are my... a bit
2: harsh. Some oh, of them are a I think... Hulk a, um, Mina as well, he's, he's better than Championship Standard. Ali, obviously, what has happened to him over the last couple of years, I don't think anyone can really explain. And I would yeah. like... As, as much as I hate him as a, a Spurs man, I would like to see him reclaim some of his form because he, he is capable of moments of magic. It's just been very strange.
0: Yeah. Someone said it. It's, fun. it's fun, I can't yeah. remember who was on... I can't remember who was on the, on the um, broadcast. But um, they said... Because obviously, Donny van der Beek got injured in the warm-up. Yeah. Um, and they were like, right, you're obviously struggling against relegation. You need to go out and get results. What has this lad done? They've obviously paid a bit of money for him. What has this lad done to come in here and to already not be trusted by Lampard? To not in a game like this. Considering that he's a big game player, Delioli, and he's scored big goals in big games for Spurs and for England. What has he done already to not be put in this team? And
2: not only not be put in this team, but... So then, put a centre
0: half in midfield ahead of yeah. him. Yeah. Now, don't and it's not exactly like for like because Donny van der Beek isn't exactly a defensive midfielder. Uh, I know they've, I know they, had, uh, they had no Alan, and, and I think Gomez is injured, so they're missing, they missing a few of their midfielders. But still, I'd rather see Deli Alley in there than if I'm Everton at that point and you were taking out van der Beek and putting in Holgate, and I think you're just you're asking to get beat. Especially especially by a team like us who you're already up against a tough midfield in Rice and Zucch anyway, and you're putting someone in that doesn't play that position, you're asking to get beat.
1: Yeah. All
0: right. I
1: I'd be interested to know what Everton do if they survive what they do next year. Cause there needs to be a whole new shift around, does not there? They'll
0: they'll get I think Calvert you'll see Calvert Lewin go, you'll see Richardson go. Um
1: I think, sure right. they're I think they've worth. Uh, I think I'm talking like realistically from an Everton's perspective. Like we know Rice isn't worth 150 million pound, but to us, he's worth every penny.
0: Problem is now they're in a situation where, like we was a few years ago in, in relegation battles, players go cheaper. Like this time last year, if you were looking at Calvert Lewin, especially with the England run that run that he'd had, you were looking at probably. 70 or 80 million for Calvert-Lewin right now I wouldn't be paying nowhere near that mm. same as Richarlison neither of them exactly a big bundle of form do you know what I mean I'll tell you what they're not fans. they're not going to
2: break even on Richarlison because I think it was 35 mil they paid for him with potential to rise up to 50 mil with add-ons and stuff like that so they ain't getting anywhere near that for him at the moment he like he's got two years left on his current contract. So,
0: if, if
1: we had Calvert Lewin, though,
0: what obviously Calvert Lewin is a quality, quality striker, good finisher, yeah. And it'd be great to have him. Does have his injury problems, which you know about. But Richarlison, for, for me, is just a typical West Ham player. He's like your De Caneos, your Payet's, your Anatovich's, real horrible bastard who fans will get behind. He's still only 24 as
2: well. Mm. So he's got eight on his side. Yeah.
1: Christ. that's a, But that's added value to him though, <laughs> isn't it? Being that young.
2: Yeah. It's sort of, it's hard really, because like I say, he's 24. So that's obviously, he's got a lot of time ahead of him. Two years left on his contract. That brings it down. So you, you're in that sort of period where, oh, you could wait a little while. The price drastically comes down when he's got a year left. Then they try and hold out. Um, but you probably, if you're Everton, especially, you want to take that money while you can get it rather than letting him go,
1: yeah, potentially for like, a slither of that. I do feel like with the problem we'd have is that either of these two probably wouldn't look at West Ham as a step up at all. I don't though. know now, I, really I think don't right know. now they
2: would. European football,
1: yeah, I, I, like, I get that, like for now, because but there's no, there's, there's. Like we've this is the first time probably that we've been consistent for at least twenty years. But we're a, a team right now. If you look at it on the we're we're a team trending up and
0: we're not all right, losing rice could be could be real have a real detrimental factor on the on the side as a whole, and it really could, but and again I said it the other day, I don't like giving him too much praise because I'm still not his biggest fan. But what he's done and what he continues to do is bring in the right players. And he, he's done it consistently now over three or four, three or four seasons. Zuma is an absolute still at twenty five million. could foul Bowen, Benrama. When he plays well, he's he's pretty much unplayable. All these players he's brought in that have come into this starting eleven and pretty much own that place in the starting eleven. So you know, if he gets say he only gets hundred mil for Rice, I can guarantee he'll he'll get. I can't, obviously, you can't guarantee, but I'd, I'd hope that he'd bring in two decent half-midfielders that we wouldn't take a backward step. You'd have, you'd have faith
2: in him to make the right replacement. Yeah.
1: Mm. You'd need someone like Gallagher, wouldn't you, or something like that to sort of come in? Because I don't I'll think... Calvin Phillips. I don't think... Yeah, but I don't think you'd get Calvin Phillips. That's my idea. Why, though? Villa want him.
0: If, he, if he's looking at Villa, he's got to be looking at West Ham.
1: Yeah, I oh, know. I agree with that in terms of, you know, moving to a, a new club. But, I mean, it, I'm talking about money. Villa have got a lot more money than us. So they can offer him eighty million, whereas I don't think we can. As much as I think he's worth it in today's market, for especially for a Rice replacement, I I I just think he's getting like, Villa are just going to flex their muscles. They've got no. That's the problem, isn't it? Up, up, us against them or Newcastle.
0: I see. Um, I see someone tweet earlier on. Just obviously, people people seem to be giving Suchet a lot of stick this year for his performance, and I I think it's a bit harsh, but um. Probably say, imagine a midfield three next year of uh Rice Phillips
1: and Lingard. That's oh, mate, bloody, yeah. that's a bloody good midfield three. yeah. Do you know what I mean? So there is that squad depth as well, isn't it? Because obviously, it, you can all you can also think of obviously Lanzini is a bit hit or miss with injuries, but you know, if he's fit, you're going to want to play him, aren't you? Him and Lingard with uh Boeing and Antonio. And even if you brought in someone like a, another striker, um, I think you'd, you'd lose one of them, and it'd probably be Ben Rama If if and when, yeah, yeah, to. I agree with that because we've got four nails as well, have not you, we? as well?
0: Because he likes he likes to play um, solid, and you, it, if well, you might even lose Flashich out of it as well if you think about it. But uh, which would I, I really would like to see that? But yeah, I think you know, come Thursday, if everyone's fit, you can pretty much pick the side already yeah with Harry go he'll go it will go four hours on the left probably Lanzini through the middle as long as he's obviously fit from the car crash and Bowen. We know that because he, he likes to be solid and then and then break teams down that way. That's why Ben Rama when Lingard comes in Ben Rama really is the odd one out. Yeah. So it's,
1: it's interesting. It's like I'm,
2: when Lingard comes in it's an if
1: if, yeah, I don't. It is of course it's if. I, 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 I think, think he would choose. He's at a weird point in his career though, isn't he? Because he's at an age where his value is going to drop and he's not going to get any better. So is he looking at thinking, right, this is the time where I can sign for somewhere like Newcastle and absolutely make a killing to you know, financially secure my family or I can play Europa League football or potentially, depending on how well we do in this tournament, Champions League football, we um, to you know put my name back on there to try and get the England set up again. There's lots of different variables, isn't there?
0: I think if you're if he's if he's going for money, then it's ridiculous because he's he's financially stable. <laughs> the amount of money he earns at United, he's he's financially stable. He hasn't got to worry about that. He just needs to pick a team where he's already loved at West Ham. He'd come in at West Ham. He'd, and he'd be given a bit of leeway because he hasn't played again for a year. He gets to play with Rice potentially. He's already good mates with a lot of them there. Why wouldn't you come back to a team that loves you? And the rumors are the again all rumors that he's told players that he's told players he wants to go to West Ham. Yeah,
1: I think right. if we brought in Lingard, I think Rice would be more inclined to stay. I mean, that's that's, a, it's a good
0: wherever, statement, isn't it? Wherever we end up this year, seventh, eighth. Winners here, I believe. Whatever happens, to keep Rice, we've got to do we've got to do business early. You have to show Rice that we are willing to do business and get a get an upgrading team before August. Because if you go into August and he's still there and we've brought in no one, someone's
1: going to come in for him. Like yeah, um, how much um, how many domestic loans and international loans can we have? So you can have two from one country. Is that right? The,
2: sure the change, football manager. they're changing it um they're, they're basically restricting it i can't remember exactly what it was but i did read about it i'll see what if i can find anything about it but um they're reducing the amount of players you can loan out i think it is
0: right yeah. so it, it might not loans <laughs> coming in because on football manager i'm pretty sure you can only have
1: two domestic loans <laughs> the classic football manager i know I've, okay, I've, so I've two been, domestic I've So, yeah, because this year, obviously, we had Dawson, didn't we? And not this year, uh, last year we had Dawson. And the year, um, I remember one of them we had to sign, didn't we? So it wasn't classed as a third domestic loan. It was Dawson, wasn't it? We had to sign Dawson before we got Lingard in. That's it. So that will mean, because we potentially possibly would need about five to six signings in the summer. And let's be honest, we're not going to be spending money on them. So if we get Jesse in for for free, but pay wages only, that's that's one, and then that only gives one more domestic loan unless that they changes. Reckon,
0: from from what they reckon, the, the Lingard signing would cost the club seven and a half mil on signing bonus, and yeah, other which
1: stuff like which that. is
0: which is fair. I think he's but worth that. You say you say about spending money. They're in this what's known Krasinski, Krasinski, yeah, to, to to bolster the funds. They've now got to have spending money for two years again.
1: That was the last big signing we've made, apart from Vlasic. It's whether it carries over, though, Daryl, isn't it? Like In theory, yeah, I completely agree. And that's the sort of expectation I think all of us fans would want.
0: They have to push on now. We'll end up, we've done so well with this squad. Yeah. Which is great. But I think we all know somewhere along the line we're going to plateau. They've still
2: got that COVID excuse sitting in their back pocket, though, of money lost during that time. <laughs> yeah, so uh, on the loans from 1st of July 2022, a club can have a maximum of eight professionals loaned out and eight loaned in at any given time. Um, that's still two domestic, though, which is a Premier League regulation. Uh, that will reduce to seven from the 1st of July 23 and then six from 1st of July 24. So, gradually reducing that. Um, players. Players aged 21 and younger and club-trained players will be exempt from these limitations. Okay,
1: so we could go you know, abroad and get something with an option to buy, maybe, and things like that, just to sort of bulk of the squad out.
0: There's enough there. I I think we'll spend some money this year as well. Um, That's going
1: to go, isn't he?
0: Yeah, he's off, definitely.
2: Um, We've got a long way from this about the actual game. I just wanted to give um, Fredericks a little bit of praise because I thought he covered himself well a couple of times. There was the one chance where he sort of put it on a plate from Richardison and he put it over. But the, just before that, when Richardson got in and took it round Fabianski yeah. and Fredericks got back in and covered him, he, it was like the Kyle Walker pace machine. Yeah, he was doing
1: walker, Walker's. Get out, of, yeah. get
2: out of position, but just use your pace to bail you out. Yeah. Anyone know what's happened with Ben Johnson? Did anyone read anything? Got a knock,
0: apparently. Right, yeah, yeah. I assume that would be the case. Because because they're worried about him for Thursday as well. But, um, yeah. So, What would you do Thursday? It is a, right, I'll, I'll leave this question for the next for the next part because we you know that's the Leon talk. Um, with your Fredericks thing, I'll make you bang on. I thought he was good. He, he started very nervously. He gave the ball away a few times in the first sort of 15, 20 minutes. But once he got into it, his pace will help him out in any situation. And that and that's why he's very valuable to, to, to this side. And we see him last year against when did he play right midfield last year with class, I think. Oh no, it would have no, been Villa. Villa, no, Villa. Villa it's, it's great.
1: Yeah.
0: He's he's very, very useful. I don't think we'll see him next year. He he's one they'll move on. Um he doesn't play enough and his career's sort of taken a downwards term of us. Again, injuries hasn't helped his career at all which is a shame. But um, the only other person we'll speak about before we move on is Ben Rama. Uh, Actually, there's two Ben Rama at points at points on Sunday. I thought he was fantastic. And he looks like he's really starting to get his sharpness back, but he just gives the ball away so much. He does. Right. We're a team that don't have a lot of possession anyway. When we've got it, you have to keep it. Right. What do you think of him going forward? Would you like to see him stay, move him on?
2: I think keep him. He's still young. He's still finding his way at this level. Uh, I think he's definitely got the ability, so I think he's worth investing the time in. I mean, you look at that reverse ball he played in the first half to four nails, um when Pickford came out and made the challenge on four nows. Uh, that was a beautiful little reverse ball, which no one saw coming. Um, he's got moments of that in him. We know he's got a good shot on him as well. I think he's definitely worth
0: keeping. He's had a couple of little passes recently. He had the one to Antonio in the second leg in Seville as well. So, yeah, yeah. Where he, just, he just sort of laid it back into his path. I, I think he's a quality little player. He, he just he just got to keep the ball. And that's what Moyes doesn't like about him. He doesn't keep the ball enough. And we see that. Um, the other one, and we spoke about him a little bit recently, and he's not played much because of, I think he got a knock as well um, with Vlasic. Um and not so much talking about his performances on the pitch, but anyone seen a couple of clips recently of him celebrating?
2: I can't say I have.
0: So, well, well,
1: sorry I yeah, I did you yeah. goal on
0: the pitch. Bowen's <laughs> goal at the weekend. There's four or five of them all went up down the line, and he celebrates more than any other player. Like he's he's jumping up day, pretty much runs on the pitch. And the don't I think it might be the Su the Suchet goal, the Seville game. Moyes runs one way, he runs on the pitch the other way. All right, he's he's fully invested. He's fully invested in this side, and I really want to see him do well with this side. Because I think again he's a player that could really perform well for us going forward. Um just got to see him play more.
1: I think oh, there's yeah. definitely I've not with with lassage I've not been to the point where he's like you know how Kroll just doesn't look like he's just purely good enough at all for outside. I feel like with Lasich, there's definitely enough there. I like his work rate to you know to warrant a place in our squad. I don't I don't think I've seen enough um to let him warrant starting over the people that we've got there at the moment. But he's definitely someone that when he comes on the pitch, I'm never worried. I feel like the least thing we're gonna get he's going to chase everything down so if he doesn't score or assist i'm not really bothered as much because i know he's going to put pressure on the defenders so i'm happy with that
0: yeah no i agree um matt what's your thoughts on flashage
2: yeah echo those thoughts really i think he's definitely got the potential like we say, similar to Benrahma, but even more so, he's still finding his way in, in this league, in this country. His own, It's like his first year here, so it will come after time. So just give him a little bit of a break. Um, when it, He's not going to be starting right now, like you say, in terms of the competition he's got for those places. So the problem is, like, we've got so many players in those positions. Yes, we have European competitions and cup competitions, but... More is we know what he's like he likes a consistent start in 11 across most competitions apart from in cases where say like that last Europa League group game where he put all the kids out and he, and rotated a lot because we were already through and it didn't matter but any game that really has some stakes on it he likes to stick with the real same core of players and it's really hard to break into that but you've got to, you've got to prove your worth haven't you
0: yeah. exactly no I, exactly um one last thing before Leon. Um, looks like Mark Noble's last home game as a West Ham player will be live on Sky. Um, Emotion, which, man.
1: which Emotion. hopefully,
0: hopefully they do him justice. Um, yeah. Problem is this against City, and you know what you know what Sky like. <laughs> um, but hopefully <laughs> yeah, Sky friendly. doing justice. I can't see him. Well, I can't see him starting the game still because I still believe we'll be in a race or something. Yeah. But he will. He will play. Um, and it wouldn't surprise me if he get if he comes on and then he, they bring him back off um, for an ovation, depending on the scoreline, obviously. But um, that'll be a very emotional day, I think, for all fans, apart from maybe Jamie will be uh, clapping his hands. Um. <laughs> <laughs> right, should we move on to Leon?
1: Yeah, I suppose we can. Uh.
0: Right. Thursday night at home. Quarter quarterfinals of the Europa League. First time we've sort of reached this stage of this competition anyway. Um excited? Oh Matt. Um I'm, I'm, I'm so ready. Like I'm i have already said that Matt, I'm I'm out I'm out of work at half three, I'm going straight for a bit. <laughs> I'm straight I'm straight in. I, I I've not been excited to go to West Ham. As you know, I've got a season ticket I share with my sister. I've been once this year. I've That's not been mad. excited. I've not been excited to go West Ham for, probably since bowling, like, back up to the Park. So, it, I'm very, very much pumped for this for this one.
1: You haven't been to one of the Europa Games yet, have you? Yeah, I've done, it um, was oh, yeah. the first time Rapid Vienna at home. Oh, okay. So, you've seen all, like, the fireworks and all that sort of stuff. Oh, no, no, no. I was,
0: No, we get there quite late, so I missed that. Oh, about, yeah. Oh, no. um, the,
1: the opening ceremony thing's really cool with the music. So, you've got to get in there for that. It's the atmosphere just soaks up so well, like it's brilliant. Yeah, I'm, I'm really, really looking forward to it. Um, we're all going, I believe.
2: Yeah. If Jamie is. stopped throwing up by then, but yeah.
0: Do you kind of like that he doesn't? He, he <laughs> <another one. laughs> yeah, if he misses
2: this one as well as Sevilla, <laughs> it would be <laughs> very funny.
0: <laughs> so he's at Cheltenham for, uh, for for the Seville leg, and then he's he's chundering his guts up for this one, could be quite funny. Um. Any stats, Matt? I believe we haven't played them in anything. Never, never played them. Bad
1: stats!
2: Yeah, it's short and We've, we've <laughs> never played them, so it doesn't matter. Um, you can look into a bit of their squad if you want. I mean, you look at some of the players. They've got Moussa Dembele, the ex-Celtic striker, is their top scorer so far this season. Uh, they've got Luca Paqueta uh, in attacking midfield. They've got Jerome Barteng at the back now alongside Emerson. The Italian fullback, um, who's in there as well. Remember Jeffrey Rain Adelaide yep. from Arsenal? He's there. Um, and most importantly, probably for them is Husamawa, who's been linked with Arsenal quite a bit. Um, who's probably going to be playing off the left. Uh, he's a very good, sort of skillful attacking winger. So it's got to be a tough game from the matchup wise. Obviously, it just depends on how we perform the day. But yeah, like I say. We don't know too much about them in terms of our history with them.
0: End of the day, people think that we all think we've got a good chance of getting through. These most seasons are a Champions League side. Like they beat City in the Champions League three-one last year or two year ago. Like they're they're, they're no mugs. I think, yeah, they're no mugs. Let's let's put it that way. And if if we think we're going to go into this game and and walk all over them, it's it's. You definitely don't know who you're playing against, but they're not in the best of form. They struggled at the weekend to beat Angers, three two at home. Why can't we beat them?
1: Yeah, I look at it as like most teams won't want to play us now. Um, do you know what? <laughs> I was I don't I, I like talk sport. I listen to it quite a bit, especially like the drive and stuff. And I was watching. And I was listening to the Sports Bar. And they had people phoning up. And it was all about Spurs, Arsenal, Spurs, Arsenal, Spurs, Arsenal. Who's getting top four? Spurs, Arsenal. And I'm thinking, like, that was a massive loss for them yesterday. And, like, the lack of respect... I know I don't think for a second that we'll get fourth at all, but it's more of of the fact that we've just been completely disregarded. And I just find it really interesting, like, that these teams won't want to play us. Like, we're a good side. Like, when everyone's on their game, when Rice... He pretty much rules most midfields he's playing in. It's not often that a midfield gets the better of us, and I think Leon they're gonna they're gonna have to play at a ten to beat us at home under the lights. Like they're literally gonna have to give play one of the best games they've played all season to get a result, because I I, I guarantee every single one of those players will be up for that game massively. Obviously, yeah. I'm not as I'm not I'm not experienced at all in terms of knowing French football. I ain't, I ain't really got a clue. I know they're mid-table. That's about it, which shows they're just just having a bit of a poor season. But then you look at that, and look at Leicester. Leicester, a great side, and they're having a poor season, and they're mid sort of mid-table. So sometimes you know forming the league doesn't reflect the quality in your side. Um, and you know any team can turn up to a cup game and play outstanding, mm-hmm. can't they? So by all means, I'm not gonna. Mug them off; they can beat us quite comfortably, like Daryl said. You, they're an ex-Champions League side at the end of the day, so you've got to give them the respect. But I also think that they need to respect us as well because we will turn them over if they give them the chance.
0: I do think you're right. No team's going to play us. Obviously, Barcelona are a different kettle fish, but right. I think even them are going to look at it and go, "We'll be in our team. They won't. They want to avoid us for sure." Yeah. Um. um he said, a couple of their players and Matt, Matt mentioned them. Endon Belay, I think is a cracking little player. Never really got firing at Spurs. A couple of times, he tore us apart a couple of times for them. Um, and with bell out front, like, he can score from anywhere, anywhere. He got two at the week and he should have had that Like, So he can. he's a very good striker and he's a striker I'd really like to see us. us. Um, just a goal scorer. Now, do I think we're a better team than them? Yes that does that mean anything probably not in a game like this um i'd have loved to have seen the fixtures around the other way and let yeah, our fans nice. up, let our fans get right behind the second leg but our fans have got to be right up for that firstly right like, i think i said it to you matt in one of the group chats it sounded really really quiet sunday um we can't it can't be like that firstly it has to be from the off pumping just because we will get those boys through it if the fans are there. Do you know what I mean? So we can't go in. We can't go into the away leg one all. one yeah, one one that really is fantastic. Done. But you could sort of have to kill the game off. Do you know what I mean? So, but it'll be it'll be good. It'll be good. Um, what team do you go with, Matt? Uh, do, you, do you think it's just pretty much done and dusty what we see? I think it's pretty much exactly as we're going to expect. Ariola will be in goal. Uh, Cresswell,
2: Dawson, Zuma, and whoever is at right back, potentially Fredericks after his performance at the weekend. Um, depends Did if too I don't think you throw him into a game like this um, completely cold, not having any minutes. So I, I think that's a, not a risk worth taking. Then Rice and Suchek, probably like we said earlier, four hours Lanzini, Bowen, dependent on Lanzini's fitness, and Antonio up front. Um, he's going to go as strong as possible. He likes four is in these games for that defensive work on the left. Bowen, obviously, has got to start. Antonio, there's no other option. And Lanzini's probably our best player in that role at the moment. Um, and obviously, it gives yeah. you the likes of Lassic, Ben Rama, the options off the bench.
1: Mm. Big
0: Yama. Big Yama. Hero, mate. Everyone loves <laughs> <have laughs> him. <All right. laughs> West Ham legends. I mean- don't listen to our podcast about three weeks ago on i You don't change the
1: system <laughs> match him. No, they play no.
2: four at the back anyway, so
0: there's no there's no need to, and no reason to change anything. I don't think without Johnson as well, I don't think you would do it. I think Johnson's probably one of your better uh, wing-backs, so I don't think you would do it. But then if Johnson's fit, does Johnson start over Fredericks? Potentially. Um, I think...
2: I would. I think from his performance at the weekend, Johnson's probably a bit better defensively, which is possibly a reason to go with him, like in one-on-ones. If he's going to be up against Owari on that left-hand side for them, then he's probably the better choice defensively. But obviously, Fredericks has got that extra pace. It's a coin toss, really. You've got to make, if he's he's got to be hundred percent. If he's not hundred percent, then there's no question. But if he's hundred percent, you could see him come back in. That's the yeah. only real 50-50
0: for me. I it's think kind of with, like a, with his performance against Seville, both legs, if he's yeah, that's if, true. He, if he's ready to go, he starts for me.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I think we'd all probably choose him if he's fit hundred um, percent. It's just a, it's I've, in a way I feel sorry for Fredericks because you have you have such a good game, um, then you know the, what message does it send? But at the same time, you know he's our third choice, isn't he? So.
0: I think he knows, and with Kufel coming back,
1: obviously Kufel's not
0: been in great form this year, so I can't think no. it's a push for a place. But with Brentford literally Sunday, and Brentford played fantastic at the weekend. Um, they've obviously been outrageous game. They uh, they battered Chelsea as well. Like, that is that is a full on battering, and they looked d- just dangerous and. Yeah, that's obviously a game we have to go and win, again. we yeah. have got no league games now that we can't. I'm <laughs> not looking forward to Brentford at all. The so weekend. Does Fredericks know that Johnson plays and he gets to go out the weekend? Even though that's probably not a bad game for Kufel to come back into, but it's good to have options. Problem is, we haven't got those options on the left, which... Well, you you we can. can throw Johnson over there, can't yeah. you? But, you can.
2: But the thing is, at the moment... There's no yeah. one replacing Cresswell unless he's injured. So
0: no. no. I hopefully we haven't seen Masuaco around that side for quite some time. Um, <laughs> don't mention his name, please. My my question is so we're obviously about the um the, the strength in depth at right back. All three of them are fit. And I'll put it So all three of them are fit come Barcelona in the first leg at home in three weeks' time. Who starts?
1: Uh, for me, based on this year, Scottie Johnson, he's more reserved. He's less likely to take someone on, but he's less likely. I feel like at the moment, the way he plays is he doesn't really give the ball away overly that much. He plays quite a bit more reserved. And I think we're against the Barcelona team where you don't want him to go forward um, and get caught out of position as much. Being inexperienced, maybe. Um that's a tough, it's a toss, coin, a toss of a coin again, really, between him and who Because because the experience Kufel has in one in the Europa League, probably in European football and international football. So it's just like uh... Matt. <sighs> I think I go to Foul purely
2: because I think if you're playing Barcelona, you want a bit of a scrap, like you want someone with a bit of feistiness in them, which I think he's got a little bit more than the other two. Um, so i will
0: probably lean towards him. I think it, I think it's 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 a win win question could both all three are very good full backs. But as an inverted wing back. You could. You want to be a pass line, surely. Um <laughs> I I think you're right. Kufau offers you that that scrap, but I think Johnson's just well who has said this, this time last year, we're saying no. Johnson's probably the better player right now. Because Kufau last year was phenomenal. And that's, obviously, Kufau and Suchet have played a lot, a lot of football over the past 18 months. So hopefully this little bit of rest for him. And the fact they're not in a World Cup next year will do mm. both in the world of good.
1: Yeah, they both get off you different things, don't they? With um, Johnson and, and Kufau.
0: I think they're both just, to have to have that problem at right back, right? that you've got, because you, you can name all three of them. Fredericks is a Premier League right back. You've got three of them that you can play at any point, and you're not overly worried about. is is awesome to have, but then we haven't got that in other places of the pitch. All right, you've got you can name again but that that middle three, like the attacking three. You've got so many options. Only got two really good midfielders, one striker. Do you know what I mean? You just want strength and depth everywhere, don't you? But then we ain't got we're not Man C, so yeah, but it's very good to have that as a as a right back. That to lose Koufou, who was probably hammered a year last year, for Ben Johnson to come in and play as on this year was just fantastic for him. And to get an England call up, I know it's under 21s, but if he keeps playing the way he is, there's no, there's nothing stopping him getting a full England call up in the next couple of years.
2: Uh, He's left to go away with the with the competition we've got a right back for England at the moment.
1: But then you also um, yeah. got to look at look at look at um, uh, trippiero. Like, He's been used as a left back. Johnson could be have that versatility over there. So that's the
0: it is a Johnson as an England club is obviously a long way away. We know that, but then we know he doesn't like um and he's not been very good this year anyway. Wambasaka, um, Trent, he, he's not a massive fan, on, he, it, it, Anyway, James gets injured. There's nothing, there's no reason in a couple years' time that you wouldn't see him in England side. Yeah, I think if you keep um... progression. he's got to keep progressing. I think yeah.
1: I think he needs to. I think he needs to develop his game in the final third a bit more to sort of get noticed by Gareth, though. Yeah, uh, I
2: agree.
1: But I think, uh, I think in terms of a defensive player, I think he's pretty solid. Solid like all round. Um, he's a good. He's a good Premier League player, Johnson. Like I think he'd get into most sides outside of like the top seven, eight clubs as a full right back. Um, so. You know, that's a good compliment to him for someone at such a young age. That's been, I think that some of the games he's been thrown in the deep end with as well, like purely as a youngster. I think he's done like I think really. a few of the
0: top seven or eight would take him.
1: Yeah, probably. But, as, as, a oh, squad, right. as a squad depth, as a number two, 100% probably.
0: though so is so just starting to play well for Spurs, but their right back situation has been terrible for a couple of years. I think mm. he'd play for them. Um, you can call Walls a top eight side. I think he played play right back for them. Arsenal. I, to be fair, I don't mind Tommy Asso, Good player. Like United, wan is fucking terrible. Right? <laughs> he's wank. He could easily play right back for them. So he's a good player.
1: I like him. Um, he could be. Do you know what though with Wembasaka? He could be a great player. To be fair, I think it's the same with us with Cresswell. Like in that system, Creswell just with. It depends on who's in front of you. Like, when we had Anderson, Cresswell looked, like, diabolical to the point where me and you wanted to kill him and wanted to move him on. This year... He's still, like, rubbish.
0: He's still rubbish now. I don't know what I'm talking
1: just, about. Just <laughs> proving, like, he's, he's He's an excellent footballer, Cresswell. His touch is unreal. He just, I think he just needs that protection, and he never had it. And I'm wondering if Wem Basaka, given the protection from a a, a more defensive-minded right-winger, he'd probably help him out a lot more and make him stand out a bit more. Sure so,
0: Another thing that makes this done Cresswell the world a good is having Zuma next to him. Yeah. Because he knows he's got someone that... Cresswell... The thing that's done me with Cresswell, and I know we're meant to be talking about Leon, but what Cresswell done me in the past was he'd never get out and stop crosses. He'd always, yeah. he'd always be tucked in. But this year, he doesn't seem to be like it He seems to want to get out and... get out and We will show a bit more
1: possession cross. now these days, don't we?
0: Yeah, we're, we're obviously better side going forward and we have a lot more of the ball. But, and that helps him out because he's a ball player. He's a ball player yeah. left back, which helps him out completely. But um who wants to give me some predictions? Or oh, for Leo? I
2: have gone in with a <laughs> 2-1 win, Bowen first goal scorer.
1: Brave Brave man. Bold. I'm gonna go for a KG one nil win. And I'm gonna go for good old King Dawson from a corner.
2: Love that. Right. Jamie. Jamie said he wants us to go. He's gone for a 5-0 win. And he said, let me just find it. Oh, yeah, he's gone for Ariola first goal.
0: Excellent. <laughs> Imagine <Nice laughs> if that comes in. <laughs> um,
2: just a, a, a goal kick that catches the wind and just soars over.
0: I'm actually gonna I'm gonna go really bold, and I think. It's going to be one of them magical nights at West Ham where it's oh, just everything, <laughs> just everything we want just goes right. And I'm going to go 3-1 um, and I'm going to go Antonio. I just, I just think it's going to be one of them nights where we're just, we're just quality. Um, it's been you know, building. Last
2: night, like in, in talking about things like this, when Palace were absolutely turning over Arsenal last night, I thought, we never really have games like that, do we? Like against Nothing. the big side where we just properly play them off the park.
1: We did a couple of years ago against Man United, but we never scored in the first half and then ended up fucking losing it. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I, think I think
2: it's the thing about Sellers Park, and I think it maybe used to happen a little bit at, old traff- uh, at Upton Park, where it's like that small intimate ground. And when it things start going your way and the fans are behind you and it all just starts rocking. Like Upton Park obviously had that feeling. I think Selhurst Park really has that feeling at times. Um, so maybe it's something to do with that.
0: Possibly. Palace. Palace is such a weird side because every time I in place, you know, the quality, but they're sitting down in like eleventh place. Um, Vieira is going to. Have, Vieira is good manager. He'll add them a good side for a few years, I think.
2: Yeah, I think. Um, I'll go back to our season-long predictions that we did at the start. Palace were one of my picks to go down. Mm. Um, just they had a oh, complete nice. squad overhaul. Vieira came in. Never uh, he's done a fantastic job.
1: Yeah, I'm look where, I, where I've got them. Where's our look. predictions looking now? By the way, from um...
2: so you got the correct score, James. Hey. Um, so you got seven <laughs> points. The rest of us all got two points. Hey, uh, so
0: James didn't get his points. You're right. <laughs> too God, you bit so hard. Oh, Don't mate, do it it to me. <laughs> you were you you was so
1: dreaming. <laughs>
2: Um, so yeah, I was like uh, sitting
1: there on the sofa twitching and everything
2: <laughs> the, the table is as it was, Darrell on 77 at the bottom, Jamie on 82, James on 89 and me on 99 So it is still all to play for A Long Gosh. way to go uh, Only 10 points separating us at the top uh, let me see if I can find our season-long predictions. While you're looking at that, Matt, I'll
0: ask you both a question. Do we want to, because Friday we could be all very tired and um, a bit busy, do we want to quickly discuss Brentford now? Nah. Nah? Nah, why would I want to do that? What, and see if we can get a pod in on Friday? Yeah, let's make it happen. Okay. Because we'll be, we'll be so buzzing to talk about the massive win. <laughs> okay. well, I, I warn all fans now, all six of them. If um, if you don't hear a podcast on on Fridays, because we lost, <laughs> <laughs> and-, and no one wants to discuss it, so we'll see you next week. Um, anything else you want to talk about?
1: Um, how? Uh, we could talk about fantasy football if you want. No, no, that obviously no. Dar- 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 Dar-
2: Dar- sure, so not enjoying it. Yeah. What I will say I'm is... Doing I'm a doing alright, I just can never get anywhere near the top of the league. I yeah. had a genius shout of not captaining Salah this week. Captain Son instead. What a genius I am. You should you should be good at this stuff though. You've got your own podcast, you know what I mean? I have, I have. You can hear me on the Big at the Back podcast. <laughs> ah.
1: Nice plug. <laughs> Thank you very much.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah, nice. No, uh, me and Tom, my co-host, we both on Saturday morning took our captaincies off Salah And I put it to Son. I can't remember who he put it to. But then he bottled it and went back to Salah just before the deadline after I messaged him and said, oh, have you changed it back? And he went, oh, no, I forgot. And then he changed it back like two minutes before the deadline.
1: Uh, That's what he gets to to being a little bitch. I've just looked at my table. I've got City first, Chelsea second, Liverpool third, United fourth, Spurs fifth, Leicester sixth, Arsenal seventh, Everton eighth. (laughs) Cool. Leeds I oh know I've lost some points there Leeds ninth, West Ham 10th Because I thought of the Europa League uh, Wolves 12 uh, Villa 11th Wolves 12th Newcastle 13th Palace 14th Brighton Then Burnley Then Brentford Then Southampton Norwich and Watford
0: well, you got two of the bottom three correct I reckon
1: yeah. yeah And Burnley could be But I don't think I'll lose many points on them
0: That Premier League game Is it tomorrow? Is it Everton Burnley tomorrow? That's massive, isn't
1: it? That is such a big game. That could be what? like a draw, though, couldn't it? A draw incoming.
0: Whoever wins that, I've got, to, I've got to
2: fancy themselves to get out of saying. Mate, you look at and you look at Everton's away form. Like I said earlier, they have got the worst away record in the top five leagues this season. No, so team like Everton. They have picked up six points away from home all oh, year.
0: Sickening, isn't it? Just knowing as you're going as an away fan to lose. Like, you love away days, but you pretty so much go away a, to That lose. was us not too long ago. <laughs> it was more our home our home fans were going there to lose, so... Um, You're yeah.
1: nothing special, we lose every week.
0: <laughs> right. I think that's it from us. We'll hopefully speak to you Friday. Um If we lose, it'll just be Matt on his own. Um, crying. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, just for 45 minutes, just crying. Um, With violin music in the background.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hopefully... <clears throat> well, it. there's... We're there. If we meet up afterwards, you might be able to do a bit of a live, uh, just a quick chat. Put it on the put it on the socials quickly. We'll see how it goes. But I think we're all very much looking forward to what is probably one of West Ham's biggest home games in the history of of West Ham. Um, I know we said this for the Seville game, but to be stakes it, just get higher, didn't they? To be around further on, and we have a chance to really set set the tone in the leg as well, not have to come from behind. As a home fixture, he's a really big thing, um, and I've got faith in the boys that are going to go do it as well. So I'm very much looking forward to it, and I wish it was Thursday already. So not long to go now. No, no. Work I work. It's got drag on Thursday. What I will say though, what a weekend of sport, honestly. All right, Masters, Let's Masters, Europa Cup, Champions League, obviously tonight and tomorrow. Um, Liverpool City on Sunday. Liverpool City, West Ham, Brentford, the Aussie, Aussie Grand Prix. Oh, baseball's back as well. I'm buzzing. No oh, one cares. Just, no one cares
2: about baseball. Absolutely else. no one. Not even a <laughs> yeah, It is good. a dead
0: sport. <laughs> I love it. It's just a, just a magic week of sport. And it's going to be great. The Masters, I'm very much looking forward to as well. So um, that's us. Uh, thanks for joining us, boys. Jamie, I hope you feel better, even though you're a massive nonce. We had to get it in there. <laughs> we got all the way through 52 minutes of that, of that being uh, called. It had to be done. So, almost made it. Um, last thing to say is come on your irons. Come on your irons. Come on your irons.